Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Graveyard Smash. Uh, I'm Danny O'Dwyer. I'm Lisa O'Dwyer. And we're returning guest. Uh, I fucked that up. <laughs> Everybody did. It's okay. Not me. I did it perfectly. We're returning guests. What? That's what you said. No, I didn't. I'm going to play that back. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to edit it so it sounds like I'm right. Okay. And you sound crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure her guess. We need to work on like our intro because it's always a cluster. We just did it perfectly until we got to Sunny. Right. <laughs> Sunny's here, everyone. Again, yeah. she's she's going to outpace Matt. Oh, are you now? Is she now the reigning yeah, guest yeah. champion over mm-hmm. Matt Wickes? I'll take that, so, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the movie, The People Under the Stairs. We're going to be giving away the end of the movie and lots of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, please watch it because so, I enjoyed this movie. I'm surprised so. I had never seen this movie. Sonny, I believe you described it to me as like Candyman for kids. Yeah, this is. I watched this so much as a child. <laughs> this it's is unbelievable. Not a I <laughs> rent it from the movie store like all the time. <laughs> I was imagining like, like okay, like one of those like scary movies like, I mean, not Hocus Pocus level, but, like, something, like, a lot more tame. Yeah, this movie's rated R, This dog. movie was, like, not appropriate for no. oh, Well, seven-year-old me watched it all the time, <laughs> so... It was really scary. It was really... It was really, um... More the societal uh, more issues disturbing. were the most disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the little oh, yeah. things that they had in there. Oh, yeah. It was definitely speaking to some... Definitely uh, resonates today, I would say. But. Yeah, no, the, the themes in the movie are pretty cool too, which we'll get into as we go through it. Uh, movie begins with some tarot cards, which I don't like. I don't like witchcraft. You don't like tarot cards? <laughs> tarot no. cards are fun. No, that's witchcraft. Monica used to do them at our slumber parties. Mm, she, as we've discussed before, she was very into being a witch. <laughs> she did the craft on this show, so yeah, it was Makes sense. It's a yeah. great episode. Yeah, it was a good talk. It was a good talk. And we're introduced to the main character, Fool. Who's uh, the black kid from uh, the Sandlot and yeah. the Mighty Ducks mm-hmm. and Mighty Ducks too? <laughs> yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. There's there's more than one black kid in Mighty Ducks too. There might have even been in the he's first very, one. I haven't he, seen it. In a I long don't know time. how old he was in the movie, but he was very good. I thought. Yeah, he does a really good job for, for how a, little like he a child is. actor. Yeah, especially. he seems very young, and he was doing a really good job for how much he's like featured in the movie yeah. and like how much he's like asked to do. He Considering just, he's the only one who's actually like, playing his own age, like everybody yeah. else is way older. Yeah, than you could tell. Yeah, like Ving Rhames was eighty years old when this movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you know, precursor for Pulp Fiction. It was basically <laughs> the same character. <laughs> well, we're introduced to Ving Rhames. Not a lot of range for yeah. Ving Rhames. Apparently, <laughs> no. he's like I just get pigeonholed you know <laughs> he had some great one-liners he did <laughs> well we find out that uh fool and his family are going to be getting evicted from their kind of slummy apartment um very um a lot of uh sets that look like sets in this movie <laughs> like yeah yeah which is you know it's fine i actually kind of like in a way it's just something notable like some places where it's like supposed to be dirty there's clearly just like light spray paint on the wall that's like kind of black yeah, yeah it's like we can get rid of this if we need to <laughs> yeah um and Ving Rhames has a scheme, though, a get-rich-quick robbery idea, and uh, kind of sets up the plot of the movie. Yeah, that they're going to rob the landlords of their building, because yeah. they have, like, gold. Like, that's, like, the word on the street that these guys, like, have a bunch of gold in their yeah, house. Yeah, so basically, like the whole reason that he loops the kid in is because the older sister and the mom didn't pay the rent on time. So the deal was they would either um, have to pay triple the rent to make up for it or 
be evicted like within a day which is yeah. like complete well now it's completely illegal to do yeah. that but um, and the mom is sick she, yeah. on top of it yeah being rames clearly doesn't have like a good idea about cancer because he's <laughs> he says like your mom could just go get the surgery they cut it out and that's it and it's like i don't really think he understands <laughs> depends on the kind cancer of cancer all about, you know? <laughs> she looked pretty sick <laughs> yeah but it, it was maybe just like hand cancer or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah so then she just has to go steal something in the market <laughs> get her hands cut off <laughs> I think we live under the Sultan's rule, (laughs) the bazaars of old. And then they make the quick reference that there's seven children and half of them are dead. What? Yeah. So like Ving Rhames is talking about how they there used to be like seven of them and then half are dead and then one's in jail and then one's a crackhead and then she's apparently a prostitute. And I was like, oh, I didn't catch that when I was I didn't either. There was, was a lot of there was a lot of very quickly, quietly delivered exposition. And we oh, just for color, Dan and I watched this on a VHS tape. Because we own the movie, so I'm like, hell yeah, let's watch it on tape. He insisted that we watch it, but I will say I wasn't really totally on board at first, but then like later when he had stopped and it was those like the digital looking letters stop and the blue screen I was like oh that's pretty cool <laughs> I just want to I want to make an act two popcorn right now <laughs> eat a cherry super freeze that's a deep cut for anyone who used to go to video playground <laughs> freezes cherry super freeze Please. Oh God, why do you do that? You okay, love it. The echo is fine, but then you repeat the word. <laughs> like cherry super freeze on its own. What if I do Dude, like the uh, no. cathedral sound? Just turn it off. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're done. All right, for now. <laughs> um, so we were introduced to the uh, landlord family. Um, they're the dude's uh, daddy because he's just known as daddy throughout the movie is eating this big hunk of meat that uh with uh spitting out the buckshot and uh they have like uh and then there's mom they're so gross there's mom mom who has real severe eyebrows oh goes eyebrows yeah (laughs) quite the bouffant in a a real ugly church dress yeah and we'll kind of get through, keep going through it, but like this movie, like overall, like the feel of it is, it's like Wes Craven is making a David Lynch, like yeah, movie. and it's actually where those people came from. He liked them on uh, Twin Peaks, so he was kind of inspired by and that. They were married on here's, that show. Here's yeah. what I like admire about Wes Craven. I mean, aside from like he loves a good revenge story, um, which I always enjoy. Um, that that's a theme that pops up in like most of his movies, but he he's very creative. Like as far as the way he approaches horror, you know. I mean, yeah. Well, he unlike I mean, like John Carpenter and George Romero, I think made a few movies I, I like better than anything Wes Craven did. Yeah, but they're a little but, more straightforward. Well, what I know? was going to say though, but what was really cool about Wes Craven's career is he continued to make really good movies till from beginning to end. True. Like he doesn't have any dogs in there. Like John Carpenter retired. I've never seen The Serpent and the Rainbow. <laughs> it's I all right. I always want to see it because of the cover. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it when I saw it. I haven't seen it since high school. Yeah. But like, like John Carpenter, he made like Ghost of Mars and yeah. like one other movie and he retired because he's like, I don't got any more. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, and I like John Carpenter better still overall, but like, I think that there's a certain creativity in his approach like to horror that like, I feel like, like someone like Carpenter 
even though he is a genius and like an amazing and totally underrated director, like I feel like he's a little bit more straightforward and doing something where it's it's never derivative but very influenced. And not that Wes Craven isn't. I don't know. I guess I just think that well, his stories movie, are a little more creative. This movie is actually uh, sub, um, based on like very. The inspiration from this was, I guess, there was it was like in the late seventies. There was like this like uh, sort of like in this movie. There was like this sort of posh suburban house. They caught a couple of they're like recorded reported a robbery. There were two black guys trying to steal from them. And then when they got there, they found out that like they'd been keeping their children like in a cage. Good God! Like, and, and I mean, like every also decade, it's like really this comes directly, out, you know, like it's like this is a repeating thing. Yeah, and like, just to do this. It's, oh. And so he, Wes Craven, decided to use it kind of as a commentary on like, uh, um, you know, American culture and like, like they call each other mom and dad, which is kind of like. Uh, the vice president of our country right now and his wife yeah or at the time i guess which is that same kind of couple too you know right well i guess uh, more directly ronnie reagan and nancy would call each other mom and dad yeah and that was like i guess sort of like oh. a lot of critics at the time said that was probably the inspiration yeah no, like, um, well, like, a Carpenter's response to, like, Reagan era is, like, they live, you know, like, it's that whole, like, genre movies tend to, you know, comment on what's happening more often. I think Wes Craven, like, one of the things he does, like, you know, he read that story about people who were, like, had such horrible nightmares that they were killing them, like, when he's affected by a, a news story like that, or, like, real-life horror, Yeah, you know, he... Find he seems to... like he gets really obsessed with mm-hmm. it, and and that's part of I think where that creativity comes from. I guess yeah. that I'm talking about, you know, that he's spinning a tale around something that really like terrifies him. That's real. So, so we're also introduced to the little girl uh, at, at this point too. Yeah, and like the bad girls burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something. M- mom starts mom yelling says. at her. She said, "Did you lose your fork?" She and you could. Tell it's uh, not cool to lose your fork. No. Or, or did you, did you lick the plate again? <laughs> like, oh god, don't lick the plate. And uh, this creepy hand reaches out and hands her like the with fork. like a little white hand with like sharp fingernails. Yeah, I was shocked when I found out she was seventeen. I, I mean, she kind of looked like she looked young. Yeah, yeah. but not yeah, well, not twelve. Yeah, but and then not seventeen. That actress yeah. went on to be on My So Called Life like a mm-hmm. year later, or a couple years later, whatever. And she's actually a baroness now. She married a baron, and she's royalty. So she did even better than Claire Danes. She loves this movie. <laughs> She'd be like, "Fuck you, Jared Leto. You think yeah. you're so cool? I'm a baroness now." <laughs> so um, the da- uh, dad's complaining that some n words robbed his store. Yeah. Which, uh, and that's where we kind of it ties into Ving Rhames found the map or whatever. It also yeah. you know, it was very oh. funny that Ving Rhames like called it like a treasure map. Hence, like you know, yeah, kids dude. film because you know? like what adult calls it a treasure <laughs> like the, map? It's like we're watching the fucking Goonies. <laughs> yeah, Goonies on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Goonies, but a little. I bit can't believe you described sweet. this to me as a kids movie. I'm so glad. <laughs> like this wasn't like a few years from now. I was like, oh, family movie night. <laughs> Sonny says this is appropriate. It's rated R, at least. <laughs> it's like when I saw the South Park movie and this family in front of me, they got up and walked out in the middle of the song, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, uh, we talked my dad into taking us to see Scary Movie 
because that was like a big thing at the time. Um, the ticket taker pulled him aside and was like, sir, because we were like, we were young. Like we were like eighth graders or I was an eighth grader. Shelly was younger than me. He's like, this movie is very inappropriate. There's like male genitalia. <laughs> so me and my dad, my dad was like, oh, so he like took us to see Shaft instead. <laughs> okay. My mom took me. Yeah. <laughs> she took you to see a scary movie. Oh my God, we saw all of it in the theater. I was really glad because I think seeing like a penis while sitting next to my dad would have been a really uncomfortable experience. And it was was, like nice that the ticket ripper like warned us, you know. But it was really funny. Like I'll never forget him saying male genitalia to my dad. That was was Dan telling Sonny to go closer to the mic while you're saying genitalia. I'm glad you pointed out. I couldn't. I couldn't not because I was talking about male genitalia, and you did this like (laughs) gesture towards the mic movement. (laughs) Well, got a lot more work ahead of me. I think I'm just probably leave all that in. It's it's fine. Got a little peek behind the curtain for all you people out there in Radio Land. <laughs> then I have to add a little ding there or something. <laughs> Just or maybe, keep it up, Dan. <laughs> maybe rock and roll part two. That's what we'll do. Okay. Play part of that. <laughs> yeah. So Alice gets beaten and stuff. So that's not good. No. Um. So oh, upsetting. he's like, wasn't she like, don't bruise her face? Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, because you know, like people really say that. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up. And uh, so um, the one there, um, Ving Rams and Fool. They send their wife friend over. He's like pretends he's from the gas company, and he's like, "Oh." Well, first, uh, first Fool tries like a he, he oh yeah, the a boy bear scout thing. Yeah, he tries. To, he says scout? he's a bear yeah. scout. Yeah, and he tries to come in and go to use the bathroom. He's like, "I've been out all day," and he like grabs his crutch. <laughs> yeah, the lady's like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> really upset. Yeah, she starts clutching her pearls. But like, I, I, I thought I told Cynthia. Like, I remember when we would do the pee dance when we were little kids. <laughs> My sister used to do that all the time. She never wanted to stop to go to the bathroom. And then she would do, like, the cross legs. Like, <laughs> See, that's why she wasn't convinced. You didn't do that. My mom would be, like, yelling. I remember being playing outside and my mom yelling from the window. She's like, I see you out there. You need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I remember asking you to go to the bathroom in the third grade with my hand on my wiener like that one time. <laughs> and the rest of the class thought it was hilarious. I mean, Are I was you doing it to be funny. Yes. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, I had to pee too. Like, I did. If I touch myself, then she'll know I have like, to pee. Does putting your hand on your wiener help you not? Have to well, pee I was as like, much? I acted like I was pinching it close, like to stop the pee. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus. <laughs> That is some like, fucking comedy right there. <laughs> the teacher must have been horrified. Like, yes, just go. I guess. And Monica and Louis's class in like first grade, there was a rule about you were supposed to point at the door when you had to go to the bathroom in the one classroom, which is a dumb rule because the teacher didn't always notice if you were pointing. <laughs> this girl had to be so bad. So she was like standing by the doorway and pointing and like holding <laughs> she's like doing the pee dance and the kids are watching her because she's like really being conspicuous but like the teacher never noticed so she's standing there pointing her pants just get so you know there's some like teachers that for the power trip that they're just like i'm gonna make them hold as long as and that girl that girl 
went on to star in my so-called life. It was Claire Danes. <laughs> I just think it's like so funny that like kids are so afraid to like break those rules that she like pissed her man. <laughs> <laughs> like the fear of that teacher's wrath is worse pointing than at the door well, in high school I, I remember i had a substitute and they're like we we had it really like they're like they told the substitutes like do not give these kids a pass for any reason except if they have to go to the nurse i'm like i have to go to the bathroom and she's like i cannot give you a pass so i'm like she's like i can only give you one to go to the nurse i'm like okay i'll, I'll take one for the nurse i need to i need I, have, I don't feel good so i went down to the nurse I had a nice PM, and I came back. She said, I, I thought you weren't feeling good. I'm like, yeah, I really had to poo. And then I did, and now I feel fine. So I'm back. You scarred that substitute teacher. Oh, t- Well, to think, like, there's a time in your life where people just, like, expect you to not, like, take a shit or go pee because the teacher doesn't Yeah, it was like this cool hand, Luke. Like, yeah. <laughs> shaking the tree, a, boss. It's a bunch of garbage. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah, their friend goes to go in, and he has a very conspicuous skull ring. And that's also kind of clues... Automatically mom. means he's a bad guy. Yeah. It also kind of clues Bommy. He's probably not from the gas company. Right. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, we see a bloody doll in a rat trap. Gets pulled into the wall. Perhaps there's someone in the wall. There is. Spoilers, people. <laughs> um, then, uh, like, Fool goes in, and you see a... Well, Fool and Spencer Fool go Fool and Spencer together, both go yeah. in together, and there's a Rottweiler behind a metal door, and then... Uh, there was, like, a dog on his tarot card, too, at the beginning. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. I'm not sure how those two are related, but they are. They clearly. have to be, yeah. clearly. I loved how they were like, wow, this door is the mother of all doors, and then they easily get in. <laughs> yeah. And then later, they easily get the dog through the door that's blocked. <laughs> this door that's unpenetrable. And I like the they find a bunch of dead flies in there, oh, so they yeah. know that shit's weird. Yeah. They know that like there's rotting meat somewhere. Bean Rames was very concerned that all the cabinets were locked. Right? Why, why would they do that? Yeah, it's a weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's also it'll come into play later. This house looks like absolute shit right now. Because uh, when the fuzz shows up at the end, they like cleaned it all up. Well, they go. Th- they oh, went yeah. through like the business end of the home, though. Yeah, it but seems even because like, the house is really long. Yeah, but every area of this house looks like shit when they first go in. Yeah, it. yeah. They like go in the back way. They though. like sprinkle the dead flies. Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little cop sleep. Yeah, he psychs himself up to go in the basement. He uses a, a cigarette lighter, like a bic lighter for light. And if you've ever done that, you burn your finger pretty quickly yeah so it's just a movie trope i notice and then um, yeah it's hard to hold it down and he sees a tv and it's playing clips of the first iraq war which is like i that was very i'm like wow that's such a period piece yeah, <laughs> well, yeah the tv is like up on a ledge facing the vent and the movie plays it for like kind of creepy effect too like the movie's n- not saying the Iraq War was a good thing, right? Which is also like the first Iraq War was, it was like it really was seen popular. As a, yeah, like, it was seen as like a big victory. It was like yeah, Vietnam. It was just Vietnam. pictures of all the expl- like explode. They're talking yeah. about all the explosions and all the buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he finds Spencer dead with a one gold coin. What? How his hair turned white? Very interesting. Yeah, he got spooked. By <laughs> they the were people. like, "You thought he was white before." <laughs> <laughs> he got spooked by the titular people under the stairs. Perhaps he was scared to death. Yeah, there's a bunch of messed up people. Wes Craven does like that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, and dude, if there's a bunch of messed up people in Act One, you know they're going to break out and go psycho in Act Three, <laughs> which is like, you know. 
uh, fucking Motel Hell, you know, Dawn, you know, Dawn of the Dead, there's there's a lot of zombies outside, you know they're going to get in. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. I like the um, chained up kid. <laughs> the one skeleton that's chained up. Yeah. You're like, what, what happened to that? Yeah. How did that one There were like two like that in there, yeah, <laughs> that were chained up. And, and Daddy has a switch to turn the stairs into a super happy fun slide. <gasps> super fun happy slide! Yeah. <laughs> but it's not happy. Because <laughs> there's a bunch of cannibals at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, we... Oh, oh yeah, we didn't get there. Yet. And then he goes upstairs. And he finds a Leroy. He thinks he's dead. Leroy's like, yeah, I was just oh, yeah. listening that to the vent. Really funny. He, just, just because, and, he, and like being Rames keeps like giving like all these dead. life lessons. This kid just yeah. because a man's lying on the floor doesn't mean he's dead. <laughs> Dexter is like not afraid enough in this house. He is like pretty chill. Like he's already Dexter dis- is fool's Christian name. For yeah, those of you. Poindexter. He's like he's discovered Spencer's dead body in his like munched up hand, and he's just like he thinks Ving Rhames is dead. Like he's like not that afraid. I'm like kid, you need to be a like little healthy dose of fear in this situation. Well, you saw where he lived. He's going up the stairs. All these people are doing drugs and vomiting, and, and those dogs are ripping up a rat in the hallway. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part. Yeah, that did happen. And uh, the the so they go to leap for the front door, but it's uh, the doorknob's electrified. And the mom and dad send the dog after him. So they use the electricity like in freeze tag, where what they, oh, yeah. they put their hands together and to then touch the dog to touch the dog and touch the door, and it knocks the dog out. Which yeah. there's some about comic the science relief of that. With that dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the movie is like generally it's it's, it's like funny. it's a comedy. Like yeah, there's or, a lot of like slapstick silliness throughout. Well, Daddy straight up just talks at times, like when he gets excited, like, are you the strongest man in the world? Snappy name, my little Viking son. Happy. <laughs> like, he's like, Ooh, I stabbed him with my bayonet. <laughs> yeah, he is like, he's like playing his character a lot, like very over the top and broad, but I couldn't take it as any of it as funny. Like, once I saw that guy in that leather daddy outfit, like, I was so disturbed. Yeah, you're like, some horrible thing yeah. happened in this house. <laughs> Liz is like, he's wearing the same one you have. It's so weird. <laughs> You look way better in your stand. I know, I know. <laughs> My favorite part, though, is that they have no qualms about shooting the house, like the walls in the house. Like, right? No qualms yeah. at all. Well, that's again too. Like, it, it's like a bit of suspension and disbelief that when the cops show up, they're not like, "Huh, a lot of shotgun holes in the <laughs> yeah, wall." There's a lot of calls <laughs> it about. Smells guns. like guns have been fired in here. Yeah, you would definitely notice that. Yeah, they put the house in lockdown. They have like a thing where like all the shutters slam down and yeah. stuff. Fool follows the doll into the vents, and uh, oh, so there's a human rib cage by uh, oh by the dog bowl. He sees in there. Couldn't read my own handwriting. <laughs> Sorry, fucks. And um, uh, mommy and daddy are putting bullies in the cellar, and then that's when we get introduced to daddy in his leather outfit uh. with the shotgun. Yeah, because that's he meets Alice, right? And yeah, then, yeah, and she starts. How long do you him. think it takes him to put on that leather outfit? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like every time you have an intruder, he seems like a very sweaty man. So yeah, I could oh. assume that you know he's got to like you know powder up before he yeah. flips into that baby. It just seems like a job to get into it, but he relishes it. He's like, "Time to protect my home." Yeah. Oh, what is the mom? Mommy says like. 
go get in there, make it safe for mommy. And he's like, oh, barf. Like, oh, God, these people do something. I think, like, I will never it call was, was daddy when I have kids because it's just going to creep me the fuck out because of this movie. It, it's also, it should be noted, you, we find out later that these two are actually brother and sister. Yeah, there's a real. It was already creepy enough, and I thought they were. Real weird. Empire Strikes Back reveal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they fed a hand to the dog. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah, the dog ate it really fast. Yeah. There's a, like seconds later, the scene is he has like a finger left. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, the dad says it's. They bring someone. Someone comes to the house, right? And then it, it's the like, police come. Yeah, yeah, because the they pulled the van up into the driveway. Oh, and it was like they're like, yeah, well, this was used in like a liquor store robbery mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And then uh, the dad says it's as if we're the prisoners in the criminals' room, free. The, the mom says that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But then that's when they notice that the bear scout outfit is in there. So they only thought there were two people in the house. Yeah, now they, they realize that the. Little yeah, boy there's the a house. boy for them to feed to their kibbles. <clears throat> they the dog gets in the wall and uh, um, fool tricks him into going down a happy slide. Okay, that so, was goofy. Yeah, and uh, they, they run. They meet Roach, who's had his tongue cut out. Yeah, that was really grotesque. Like, like they show it, and Roach has been in like any TV show you've seen from the 90s. And, and yeah, I was Twister. Like, yeah, That's Twister, right, he's in Twister. Yeah. He was on, yeah. I remember he was on a show called Nowhere Man, which only lasted a season on UPN. Yeah. It was like this conspiracy kind of show. But he's like in an episode about virtual reality, which every 90s show had to have. But yeah, so basically, like, Fool finds out that the parents are, so-called parents are really obsessed with, like, the see or don't speak or see or hear no evil. Yeah. And so they basically like they wanted a boy child so they had like I don't they went through like at least like 30 kids 30 <laughs> male childs before they're like maybe we should try a girl. Yeah. And they like basically cut different parts out of them depending on how they you know were perceived as causing infractions mm-hmm. and their rules and then dumped them all in the basement but Roach got out of the basement and so that's why daddy hates him the most because he and lives in the walls and, and then carefree like you know just shoots through the wall because like <laughs> who gives a shit I just want to kill this child yeah and then we get uh, daddy cutting up Leroy and eating him oh that was yeah that was very interesting yeah at one point um, I don't Leroy's blood is all over the floor and the mom like throws the daughter through the puddle of blood and screams at her to clean it up, which is like, you know, like I think a really apt like feminist metaphor for today. (laughs) (laughs) Then she throw then she yells at her for getting the dress all bloody and throws her in the scalding hot bath. Like all this stuff is like it's so over the top, but it's also like Like they're very dark and disturbing. It's hard to watch. So like it's like child abuse. It was like kind of a long scene of her being dumped into like a tub of scalding hot water and it's like screaming for all yeah. That's why the dog went down the slide. Yeah, palate cleanser. <laughs> well, and and Leroy sneaks a little gets, slide whistle noise. <laughs> he gets in the basement, and Daddy's just like, ah, oh, we'll let the people under the stairs take care of him. And uh, oh, this is my they, like, they start sneaking part. up on him, and then Roach uses a corpse puppet. No, he, he uses, uses Ving Rhames' body. Yeah, Leroy yeah. as a corpse puppet. That's what I yeah. mean. Like he oh, like so like a Muppet. Which I'm like, Roach is like maybe like a hundred pounds wet, and then like being Rams is clear, even gutted is clearly like way more, and he's like picking him up. He's like got to weigh about two fifty, yeah. <laughs> and he, he manipulates him to scare the people under the stairs, 
and they make a break for it, but Roach gets clipped. Yeah. And he makes a uh, fool promise that he'll help Alice. Yeah. He gives him um, a gold coin, like, you know, it's like Mario and it's <laughs> a gold coin. <laughs> <laughs> you get their gold coin. Did you ever play Mario? That's not what happens. <laughs> yeah, if you get if you kill a guy, don't the gold coins come out? No. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Sonic. Yeah, you're thinking of Sonic with the rings. Gold coins don't come out of the bad no, you guys hit when the, you kill them. No, you hit the bricks for that. But none of the bad guys. No. No. Mm. <laughs> I, I like the look on your face because you clearly don't believe us. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I do. I'm just, I feel really silly now. So mm. it's kind of like on um, Mario, like he's like the brick. The, uh, edit out the other stuff. <laughs> so it's like the way that Leroy jumps under Roach and hits him with his head. It's as if Roach were the the brick at and that he moment. he a mushroom and he like gets twice Mario. as high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. That's silly. Yeah. And then we get Le- uh, Fool giving Daddy the dick punch. Oh, that was amazing. That was really good. And he breaks a lamp over his head. Yeah. And he tries to get Alice to make a break for it. And uh, she gets stuck. Oh, yeah, in the vent. In the vent. And uh, Daddy bayonets the Rottweiler. Oh, yeah. That was sad. Mm -hmm. Even though he was a bad dog like Hitler's dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and then a dog puppet pops out of the wall. The mom gets really upset, like about the dog whose name is Prince, and she's like, Princey, Princey, Princey. And she's upset to the degree that I'm like, she fucking that dog. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, the other one's fucking something else. So. <laughs> well, yeah, she's fucking that dog. When the dog's name is Prince, dog. I was pretty excited yeah. for sound drops, but uh, the artist, uh, formerly known as Princess's State, is uh, notoriously you think you could litigious. Drop, like, 10 second sound clips of I'll, I'll see if I can find something that, <laughs> so we don't get sued just a little ooh there you go <laughs> okay that might work any more than that <laughs> we, every time we bring up the dog for the rest of the podcast I'll just do that alright good mm-hmm. but the dog's dead so I don't know how much yeah. it's going to be coming up now. Just, you know uh, <laughs> that was your last chance Lee. Um, so, so um fool gets out he makes a, alice is too scared to jump off the roof into the like you well know, she's also like you know been abused agoraphobic because she's yeah. not allowed outside for like she's her never been life. out life yeah. Yeah, outside in her life and um the fool gets the whole backstory like he gives the gold coins it's like hey this will take care of the rent this will take care of mom's surgery he's got like a handful like three or four gold coins and he's talking to his there. grandfather and his grandfather explains that uh you know, this family, the landlords, their brother and sister, not husband and wife, which is weird. And he explains, too, that, like, you know, they've been buying a property and evicting people. They were originally a funeral home. Yeah. And he says something, too, the the line that, like, really, I think, kind of gets to some of the heart of what the movie's trying to say. He said, the greedier they got, the crazier they got. Yeah. And sort of, like, the more amoral they got. Yeah. You know? Um, True. No, that kind of sums it up. Yeah. And so, I mean, Fool tries to do the the smart basic thing where he calls the cops. 
And they go there. Oh, no, but see, child abuse. See, no, he, he he's yeah. smarter than he that. Knew, he knew. He knew that they, they were going right. to take enough. it seriously, but he could sneak back in. Yeah. Well, that's what, uh, and yeah, that I mean, was such an awesome reveal in the movie. You see the police are there, and they're like, these people are totally like because they're schmoozing and, them. And, the, and, the, and they're super and rich. And so like they hiding all these handcuffs and chains. You're yeah. just like, oh, okay. yeah, like, I know. That's, a little, that's a little too many handcuffs. Yeah. Like, a non-sexual, yeah. you know, you know, something going on. Yeah. You can have like one pair for sex stuff like you shouldn't have more than one <laughs> but like then the you're like oh man the police are just leaving and it's like oh yeah fool like knew that was gonna happen yeah and he sneaks out of a cabinet he used it as a distraction yeah like they walk off and then you just you see the cabinet open and, and he, grabs, he, comes. A, and he yeah. grabs a fire poker which i love because anytime it's like a kid like i had a chance to hold a fire poker i'm like oh man you could really fuck someone up with <laughs> yeah. this <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a big piece of wrought oh, iron yeah. like yeah <laughs> Yes, he he hears them oh, praying yeah. upstairs. Oh yeah, that is super creepy. Which is funny too, because like, isn't there a reference? Isn't that kind of a reference to Nightmare on Elm Street? How so? I oh, they're they're doing the same prayer. They're yeah. now oh, they meet down to sleep. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's got. They like set up. Okay. And they're like, oh, daddy, you forgot your prayers, and he's like, oh, I did, and it's like, oh, you know, so, like, like when did they, this is a when did they shit, record like all a- this stuff? Like, or is this something probably they do all the time? Yeah. Like yeah. every they, like, night that they think that someone could have snuck in. Yeah, they probably play that. And then, God, how many? Followers? Then he yeah. really quick puts on his leather daddy outfit, which yeah. Jesus Christ, like, yeah. I don't know, like that gets, seems like that would be like a ten minute job. He got in that leather daddy outfit in under two and minutes. I, I can't maybe stress how zippers, much how sweaty you know? this man is. So like, he's the, sweaty. You know, yeah. Logistics are, and he looks like the kind of you guy. You know that he's always got like goo coming out of different orifices. Yeah, <laughs> it's just he looks like the kind of guy who unfriends people on Facebook. I'll put it like that. <laughs> He gets his eye gouged. <laughs> oh, it took me a minute. Are you a little bitter, Dan? No, no. Okay. He gets his eye gouged. Yeah. And uh, um, full. He speaks- keeps his he keeps his gun in a roll top desk, which is I think probably not uncommon. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of roll top desks out if there. You've got with a roll top desk. Of them. I mean, you're probably the kind of person, yeah, uh, the kind of Hiding like person who's like a racist who, who hides guns. Who can't, who can't wait for someone to break in their house so they can kill them. <laughs> um, and then, so fool sneaks up the the chimney. He gets to the attic, and it seems a little weird to me, like a little suspension disbelief thing that the cops didn't check the attic. No, no, they're like rich people. Oh, like, that's true. Yeah, no, the, and they were like, we're good people. Yeah, they kept, they kept shoveling cookies and coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I heard there were children being abused somewhere, but I got coffee and cookies. Yeah. yeah. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. Sorry, kid. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, yeah, he gets up to the roof. And, well, like, and he find out too that daddy put dynamite everywhere too yeah house, which is crazy which seems like, and yeah, like with him why would you want like shit through the walls all the time with the shotguns like why house, not, like, why you're living something. in a house like filled with dynamite i don't know dynamite. they don't seem like particularly smart like, yeah. well, you know well, 
their brother and sister like a married couple and well and she explains too because he's like hey let's jump down into the pond and she's like no they filled that up with uh, they drained it and filled it with broken glass afterwards yeah it's like these people like really get to it yeah so they go up to the roof and uh, again we get a reference to the gulf war because he says they drop a brick down at daddy but um fool calls it a smart brick because there was that famous clip in the first gulf war where the smart bomb went down the chimney and the house blew up oh interesting didn't you know, know about that yeah it, they slide on the chimney and it's very clearly fast motion but you know it's just yeah. funny yeah it's like three stooges running it was yeah. it was the palate cleanser yeah for, oh well <laughs> here well we i don't think we went to the part where she's chained up yeah she's chained up yeah. oh yeah, yeah already found her Kinda and then leather it. daddy comes upstairs starts oh, walking yeah. towards her and then take exhales while touching his penis yeah and then luckily thank god upsetting. the mom shows up and is like help me put me to bed yeah. like well because she knows that's why she's got to like jump in and like she's got to chime in because she knows that she needs to like now that she doesn't have Prince to help put her to bed, she needs <laughs> Leather Daddy to come take care of her, and she knows she's got competition in the house in the form of this like little girl. So fucking sick! Like I was, it's like I had a feeling that that was going to come out at some point in the movie, and I'm glad that that's all they did to. To demonstrate, that's all that needed to be done. Yeah, that's all that needed. Yeah, I don't want to see or like. I had enough of just the girl being physically abused. I mean, even when the first beating happens, there's this like weird. Yeah, is there more of this? Yeah, well, yeah, it's part of like it's kind of. And the mom's obsession with cleaning her. Yeah. Like, it's very weird. Well, it's it's also kind of like what works about Nightmare on Elm Street is or what makes them make it make, turn Freddy into a whole franchise is the fact that he's a child murderer is explicit the fact that he probably molests the kids is always just kind of implied right yeah very and, delicately because it's like that's not a movie anybody wants to well watch. you can't make him a guy who just like cracks wise and stuff you have to be like ah, he's like really bad yeah you know, child murder is bad but then it's like the There's whole sexual thing step, yeah. yeah that's that's worse <laughs> yeah uh, an extra level of cruelty yeah it's so it's then just, the palate cleanser of going down yeah. the, the roof. It's just not what I want in my entertainment. Yeah, they, and they, Bitch. They, <laughs> this is my Freddy. <laughs> Good one, dude. It's like, whoa, was Robert England on the podcast? Did they get a special guest? And... um they, uh, they, they. Santa bu- Claus is coming to town, bitch. <laughs> oh, Mr. England, hi. Thank you for coming to our studio. Um, they, they both drop down on mommy or mm-hmm. mama, and then they, um, keep sliding down. They put their fingers up her nose. That was really yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. And they dropped a brick on daddy's head, home no, alone a style. smart brick. Yeah. Oh, you said that already. Right. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. We, yeah. And then we're skipping around oh, a little wait, bit. Oh, wait, but doesn't he come out? With, doesn't he break the uh, poker on the dad? Yeah, yeah, dude, he fucks him up. Like, he breaks it on his neck. Yeah. Like, this, this giant, like, iron rod just breaks on this guy's neck. It's, like, really good. He beats the mom, like, hurts her leg, which is, like, good. Yeah, the way... So, because... I forget how the the um, the sequence of events is here. But, like, the way the mom is dispatched is, like, very enjoyable because it's very violent. Oh, yeah, that's something a little bit. Yeah. But, well, because, so he drops her, uh, Alice off kind of by the front door. He's like, just go out the front door. He's like, I want to take these people out. So he goes down to the basement um, to try and, like, uh, get the, um, you know, the people under the stairs, you know. See a bunch of freaks in Act One. <laughs> I gotta break out and go crazy in Act Three. Well, like, yeah. So, 
what happened like off camera is he befriended the people under the stairs and like told, pretty much told him he would free them. I guess. Oh, I love the part where he's like, yeah, yeah, I left like the cellar door open and you know, you can get out to the sun and, and the, the birds air and the, or the birds and the women. That was <laughs> the like the women? Fun, hearing like a little kid say that is like really funny. <laughs> so yeah, um, he he gets uh he gets nut- tripped on the super happy fun slide too, you know. Yeah, the stairs. Yeah, and, and Daddy, he's like, yeah, because he had the gun. Yeah, he finds a uh, yeah the the people in the stairs show him too. There's like a vault full of like a king's ransom, like yeah, money and gold, hundreds of thousands of dollars, gold, and, and he a bunch of like how much he's been like you know taking from like the ghetto, like because he's like yeah. red. Yeah, well, and that's rates. I mean pretty specific. Like, yeah, people can only acquire that much money by the exploitation of others. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. Um, that's how this country works. Yeah, and yeah, her mother attacks Alice with a knife. I think that was like one of the scariest scenes. Yeah, it's like she just looks. Oh yeah. Wait, wait what, what, what the door though? Is that? Because um, the door comes first, right? Where um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, like the the older the grandpa sister, and the sister starts knocking on the door and starts just like ripping mommy a new asshole. Yeah, first and they that's think what's it's great is like si- mom's first been pretty sister, mom's then- been pretty composed for like all the visitors, and like as this as people are like knocking on the door and stuff and all like they aren't able to get control over their house like she's getting pretty stressed and out starting yeah. To drop yeah. N-bombs. yeah well yeah because first it's the sister comes to her saying she's from dcfs or something yeah then it's grandpa pretending to be a cop and then the sister's there and, and she's about to call him n-words yeah and the whole town's there, or yeah. the whole like you know their community is there yeah, yeah. Well, because they all know that they've been like they're responsible for stealing all these the community's kids this yeah. whole time like they were yeah. stealing children from all these people and then uh, and money too yeah. well yeah. yeah and miserating them financially yeah and then um yeah mother attacks alice with a knife yeah because the sister actually gets in the house she the alice jumps down and gets her and then the sister comes in and then somehow she like bamboozles her to go back outside yeah, yeah. And that's like the scary with well, the door shuts and yeah she's, like, and she's all alone again yeah 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 because they, it seems they like their the jig way is in. up mm-hmm. but yeah and then she gets her outside and she's like yeah, i'm gonna kill you <laughs> yeah. yeah and she has the biggest knife in the kitchen when she <laughs> when she goes in the kitchen she turns around it's just the creepiest thing <laughs> of course the people on the stairs come to the rescue yep. and they start busting out of everywhere and the best part is they never even met the little girl. They're like, oh, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, Alice ends up stabbing mom. Which is great. Oh, yeah. That knife went in deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a mutant revolt. And uh, so daddy's looking for fool in the basement. And- wait, I, wait, there's another sure. part for that. Oh, the, yeah. Then the mom pulls out the knife without even like, oh. wincing because she's so fucking angry. And then all the kids come out of the cabinets and like eat her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so and great. And throw her in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> and the fool, he sticks a bunch of coins into the candles as like yeah. a diversion. So they fall down like... In, in, as know, the candles burn and daddy thinks he's just like playing with the money so he he's goes like, over oh, there yeah. and fool's <laughs> like dude i'm gonna blow you up with this dynamite if you don't drop the gun and daddy calls his bluff so fool blows up the the vault yeah yep, and then he ends up in the shit sewage with all the dead bodies <laughs> oh. and then it's raining money like you know when uh that prince song was playing in batman <laughs> <laughs> great to play that song at least give, give me a little oh how's that song go uh, remind me really quick uh off the top of my head i'm, I'm blanking 
Just, it's a party. It's uh. He paused for a second. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I just got to remember it. Um. Oh my god, I'm like totally blanking on it too. I just need the name of the song. That would help me. What's the name of the song? <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's so loud in there. Um. Uh, party man I still don't know the words hmm <laughs> any, okay. no we gotta figure oh, this out <laughs> please tell me you've seen um, Tales from the Hood oh yeah oh thank god okay. <laughs> she hasn't seen it oh yeah David Allen Greer gets fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the words, though. Well, we could just move on at this point. No, I gotta know the words. <laughs> I gotta sing it. Alright. Alright, sorry. Oh, trust. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is the song. Oh god, this song. <laughs> yeah. God, this one. Really I don't know the words. No, that's. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to drop a clip. Yeah. And, dude, that, that song needs to be in this. Yeah, that song is fucking amazing. <laughs> god, Prince is just like the fucking most amazing songwriter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's been a better one. Like, his songs are so fun <laughs> and different. I agree. I love Prince. So. so much. Oh, that's the end of the people under the stairs. No, um, I just want to say that the freed cannibals issue seems a little unresolved. <laughs> yeah, because um, the you know they're just used to living in the dark and, and eating, uh, people. eating people. <laughs> so, like, I think it's great that they were, you know, freed from their torture. But I also think that some intervention is probably necessary. There is a part. So they can live, like, is, semi-normal lives. No, there's a, there's a sequel where they're all working at the Pet Boys. They seem dangerous. <laughs> there was a scene, though, where Fool and Alice, like, hug or something, and, like, oh, like, we're safe now. And the one, like, the main Cannibal, guy under the yeah. stairs, yeah, you can Shannon, see him peeking around the I corner call him. and, like, smiling. It was, like, out of airplane, like, oh. Like, and, then, and then he goes <laughs> off into the world. Like, so, I'm like, he has a heart. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's there. I, I call him Shannon Hoon. Like the Shane, lead singer oh, of he Blind does Mount. look like. Oh my god, he looks like Shannon Moon. <laughs> if Shannon Moon was a zombie, yeah, he's the which Shannon, he is the now because he's which dead. Which he is because he's been dead for a while. Yeah, he's probably a skeleton at this point, yeah. honestly. So yeah. R.I.P. to a real one. So yeah, that's uh, that's people the people on the, on the stairs. stairs. So this movie that's came out in 1991. It was a surprise. Not, it hit. was like. Was it? Yeah, it, it was, was only like, six million, and they made like what twenty eight million? Feel like Thirty one or something. Like yeah. after like the big horror boom of the eighties. Yeah, right? no, it's like everything was kind of dying down at that point. And that, that's part of the reason it was a surprise hit. Like yeah. it was like lower budget, so it was also cool because uh, I guess the studio didn't interfere it at was all. Surprising too. too is like such a weird movie. Like that it was yeah, as popular it, as it was. Yeah, it did you know? really well. It, it was number one at the box office the week it came out. It yeah. stayed. 
in the top 10 for like a month and a yeah. half or something so yeah it did really well and like i remember this movie coming out i think i of course was couldn't see it in the and theater or anything but i think this movie really speaks to the evilness of all landlords like <laughs> yeah. monica, monica and i were just talking about this because she was talking about how like her and landlord's a piece of shit and like this like landlord she went to see was like a dick and like i was like why are landlords always dicks she's like because they have to be, because they take more than they need so they can live off of other people's means. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Obviously. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And um, just with what's happening with like uh, people trying to pay rent and like getting driven out of the city and stuff, like um, this is so like relevant still today. Right. Well, it's speak- I mean, like, not too. I mean, long after that in chicago they started closing up the projects yeah. and like okay go live in the suburbs now well yeah and it's and then like and in a bigger a grander scheme of things like you were saying like people who are very rich it's always like off of other people's like suffering you right. know well there's the whole th- i mean basic thing with anyone who like it's the surplus value of labor like that you know would i, I earn I, there's a percentage of it that just goes to someone for opening for who owns a business yeah and they get that money just for owning it yeah and if you get enough of that you don't have to work yeah and you could just use your money to buy more stuff that's yeah. why wealth concentrates in this country right and uh yeah and it it drives people insane you get weird like, yeah remember- the more money people have the weirder they get that is true they get like really um self-conscious about it and like they get super paranoid you mm-hmm. know like, sorry, you go. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's, uh, yeah, it's. They get, like, cut off, you know, like, I don't want to totally generalize, but I think that there is truth to that, you know, like, not trusting people. And, right. Well, yeah. it's it's like when. Getting isolated, like, wealth isolates people, yeah. you know. Well, it's like, I mean, Trump talked about that um, when he talked about Citizen Kane, True. which is one of the only times I've seen him act somewhat normal, or like, he's like, I identify with the character of you know charles kane because you know he you can never know when you're born rich whether people actually like you or they just want your money it's also funny because you could tell from the movie he's like ah it'd be really cool if i put my initials on everything yeah and then like giant pictures of my face like it's funny he was like so close to getting what that movie was trying to say (laughs) and then he didn't he's like yeah people watch like the yeah they like watch the sopranos and like yeah that tony soprano he's a cool guy yeah so i want to be like or scarface they're like yeah cool but and i am so for how disturbing that movie was like i am so upset to learn it was like based on things that people really have done like that Most is so of the scariest movies are based yeah. on well, yeah. i know but that life. is like that is a fucked up dark thing yeah you know like and that's something that you know rich people think that like poor people are the dangerous ones and all and i'm you know but it's like yeah no people just there are evil people or people who do sick things you know well and in, in to a certain degree yeah. it might just be that some people have the power to do it and not get caught that's the thing exactly. that's the thing or people who don't have to think about what their actions like how they're, they're killing people with their actions because they're so separate from it because they're so right and like well i mean e- even like us to a certain degree like we use products that are built in sweatshops right like, no i mean that's true and yeah. th- they kind of touch on that in like the good place they're like well the, the world's so complex like everything's like kind of a sin because yeah. you're using stuff that exploits you know the planet farmers or, or yeah. causes pollution yeah. and yeah. that kind of thing 
but um so you know but I, yeah this movie is really good and i think they um the little bits of humor that are in there some of the over the topness helps dull just how like you could have made this movie the content is yeah. if, like this movie would have been so much it would have been unwatchable if like eli roth directed yeah. it oh god yeah <laughs> like i don't even just mean it's like his competency as a director but he would have made it more extreme and dirty i don't know if uh, i mean he's the best example though because he tends to be more tongue-in-cheek but like i do what see what you're saying like like uh, someone else could you know yeah. yeah he tends to be a little bit more tongue-in-cheek but like if you made this movie straighter that actually makes yeah. it worse yeah like yeah. It's kind of like how Last House and Left, like, those scenes are so Oof. horrifying. And, oh, God, that rape scene. Uh, it's but, so bad. But then they play this super goofy music. Yeah. And, like, there's some silly moments. And yeah. And you're just like, well, I guess it's because, yeah. That was, I'd be that was one of the That <laughs> was one of the roughest watches I've ever Yeah, it's endured. not one that I'll be like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. Yeah, like, I think I'll I kick don't... back and watch. I don't think I'll ever watch that again, to be honest. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so do, should we get into the segments? Yeah, I mean, let's. Uh, yeah, that that's. Um, it was the during the first Bush administration. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. Good thing we had two of those, huh, people? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, what a country. We're gonna uh, skip hottest titties. Yeah, there's for no this titties movie. in this movie. Nothing to nothing to comment. I meant on. to look on whether Mama looks better or anything else, but I didn't do it. So. I'm fine with you not getting around <laughs> to that. Um, let's talk about hair. Best hair. Hmm. I said Dad slicked back rapist hair. I don't think there's a better answer than that. But dude, guys, go I mean, ahead, Mom in. has that ridiculous fifties dude. Yeah, like, she's like in the B fifty twos or yeah. something. <laughs> like, a tie between those two. Yeah. They both have ridiculous hair. Yeah, you don't get any of the really great um, early 90s black guy hairs in this movie. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, Ving Rhames has a hat on. That's probably yeah. part of it. Uh, and best outfit. I mean... I have to say leather, Danny. <laughs> I mean, like... It's, I mean, it's yeah. the most extreme outfit. Yeah. It, was, it was effective. I'll never forget it. Yeah. I mean, everything I Ving Rhames I wore, did not... Whew. I was not prepared. I didn't know what kind of movie I was watching, and then that guy comes out. And when you texted full... me and said Leather Daddy, I'm like, she must have watched it because yeah. like I didn't say anything about that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I didn't want to scare you. <laughs> I there nothing could have prepared me for that. I was like, I was like, is that happening right now? He's just in a full Leather Daddy outfit. It is some fucked up shit. I feel like Ving Rhames was like, hey Q. You know, I was in this movie a couple years ago, <laughs> and there was this creepy costume. I think you should feature it in this. So. And, and I want to be right Oh, it's, it's actually the same. <laughs> <laughs> please, I, with the ball in my mouth, please. <laughs> it's actually the same actor. No, it's not. No, it's not. I was I like, like no, shit. <laughs> no, I made that part up. Uh-huh. Um I mean, everything uh, Ving Rhames wore kind of Sinbad-esque. Yeah. Like a lot of... The dishiki wear, yeah. Yeah, like shirts with like Pretty sort of cool. an African print on them and that, yeah. that hat. I also enjoyed mom's church dress and the daughter's like doll clothing they put her in. It was like... Yeah. It was interesting. Um, uh, best death. I Mom. The yeah. dad's for me was anticlimactic. It really was. Yeah, yeah. he gets blown off, off yeah. screen. Yeah, the I think mom's his was dick great. Should have been blown up. Yeah, I would have liked. I would have liked him to get the same treatment, but I'm glad I got to see the mom torn to bits. So. I mean, I guess uh, Ving Rhames was. Um, it wasn't so much like an on camera thing, but like him getting cut up and eaten, and then used as like a corpse puppet, mm. like a, a little yeah, macabre was Muppet was yeah. like really good. Scariest scene. 
I think when the mom locks the kid back in, the yeah. daughter, that was really freaky. Because it was like, you, she's so close to freedom. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you think it's kind of like the jig is up, and mm-hmm. they, they do a pretty good job of playing with it. At least. I have a few. Do you want to go? No. Uh, you go ahead. Okay. So, um, I said, first of all, like, the state of healthcare in this country is very frightening. And... The first basement scene, like the very first time the kids in the basement is very well done because there's like a use of light, like flashlights flashing in your eyes. It's very disorienting. It's I don't know how much that I'm sure use of light has been used in horror, you know, to impact scares like to great effect, like in a lot of like I can't really think of many other movies. I know there's like like I know the newest Halloween does the disorienting light in your face use you know use of light like that's something you see occasionally i remember seeing that in like um reanimator um but that's it's like a pretty effective tool and it's like hard to tell what's going on down there um and get like a sense of the place so that part is really well done i thought and then honestly for me though the part where i'm like the most afraid um is when um you realize fool has broken back in the house when he climbs out of that cabinet i'm so scared for him like it totally freaked me out because like knowing that he's back in the trap that is that house like was like terrifying to me yeah those are good answers i mean the first time you see the guy in his leather outfit it's like i mean it's also like i think i saw this movie before i even saw like pulp fiction like you know so it, it was like a newer thing you didn't see as much like very very upsetting yeah i mean yeah. it's still upsetting now but this is like yes. before south park or anything yeah. <laughs> like or before the internet yeah i saw this before there was like an internet yeah. like i thought the bathtub scene was also very frightening the oh yeah, yeah. she's like yeah yeah that was yeah that was yeah. frightening in a different way the not scalding. a good scare it's it was just it, it was went very, it uh, lingered for a long time yeah it was too much and then she yeah. was so like orange when she got out yeah it was just like oh god like but wasn't know, that kind of relaxing for you i know who knew who knew that years <laughs> later i'd be like a scolding hot bath like i'm in <laughs> although i have to get in like terminator because it's so hot so you gotta like you know like crouch yeah. down <laughs> if you go all the way in you're just gonna die <laughs> Would you survive? Oh, I didn't even think about this yet. Um, See, if they... They seem... They're so stupid. So, I... uh, Like, I like to think that rather than break in, like, I would start, like, a community petition against these people. (laughs) (laughs) But let's say I got stuck in the house for the sake of the argument. I do think that I would be so immediately on edge by those people. They are so creepy and that they are so very fucking stupid that I, I actually think I would survive. I do. Although is the dog still alive? Cause it's pretty hard to fight off a dog that is attacking you. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I think There's I'd, a lot of factors. I there. think I'd yeah. get God. Cause I'd be like, I'd be texting and be like, dude, I'm checking, fixing these people's furnace and they are fucking weird as hell. LOL. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you like, get shot dunk yeah get hit over the head with a shovel or yeah. something yeah no i'd die for sure yeah <laughs> i just uh, think they're so fucking stupid though i just feel like they but have they also they, they, they have too much in place like they have like, a lot of plans they got yeah, a lot of yeah they're good at planning they're not yeah. good at i wouldn't be expecting the doorknob to be electrified no, like i know yeah. if i got through the first encounter yeah 
and having a big scary dog attack and all the like locking windows and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. having the cops in their pockets how does this movie compare to friday 13 part four it's better it's better better how many machetes do you give this film um i think i'll give it three how what's the out of five out of five I give it four and a half. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> sure. Um, I, I give it three yeah. as well. I really liked it. Yeah. I think it's really good. I don't, I don't think I need to sit through it again just because like, the stuff with the children is like too upsetting. It's more disturbing now. When upsetting. I was a kid, I, I know as a kid, you're it. Yeah, because I, like, it's you so subtle where you're not really, like, especially the sexual connotations, yeah. you're not getting it. Well, plus as a child, you're not as upset about violence against children yeah. in the same way like as you are yeah. as an adult, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. So... But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever need to watch it again. I mean, I, I really liked it. I, I'm glad that I saw it. But like, I don't think I need. I would like. I don't know. I, I'm not like against watching it again, but it, it's a rough watch. I would say, yeah. Buy it now on VHS. <laughs> now available <laughs> at video stores everywhere. I was disappointed there were no previews before the movie. I know. <laughs> Oh, that I, was the best. I must not have bought Previews it from a... before your tape. Because I don't remember when I bought this, but I, I, I could have sworn it was from a video place closing down, but I guess not. Yeah. Oh, any tropes we want to comment on that we noticed? Um, the trope of a bunch of, you know, crazy people busting out and yeah, going psycho. That's pretty good. <laughs> and just someone... The, actually, it's more of a zombie movie trope, but the coming out of the walls and no, like, yeah. the cabinets to eat somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty great. good. Yeah. That was great. All right, right, folks. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Communism will win. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Keep it spooky. Stop ruining our butt. What? How is that (laughs) the victory of the proletariat, Elise? Shut up. Yeah.